This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Earthbound Travelers, it's Sunday. That means it's time for Will of the Dice to present unto you, our beautiful audience, strangers in a stranger land. Now, y'all will have to bear with me today because it might be a little jumpy because what I had planned directly involved Reeve and Kendall can't be here because of in real life circumstances. So we'll do the best we can. We'll get through and have a good time along the way. Before we get started, we have some housekeeping. First and foremost, we are for mature audiences. Your discretion is advised. Secondly, please allow me to introduce myself since I forgot to do that. <laughs> I am Tear the DM, the world's okayest DM, and my pronouns are he, him. With some more stuff, Alice. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, and uh, we at Will of the Dice do not encourage the use of nicotine products such as cigarettes, cigars, and vaping. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. If you are looking to quit or trying to quit, uh, we support you in that endeavor. Locke? Hello there! I'm Locke Clark, and I'm going to take a moment and talk to you about our musicians the musicians they make the highs high and the lows low they make the whole damn show better and we are so happy that they have lent us their talents tonight those musicians are kevin mcleod jeff farber dwergar and our very own patrick taylor thanks peculiar patrick speaking of patrick this program is made possible by contributions to our Patreon from viewers like you. Thank you. Should you like to contribute to our Patreon, please visit patreon.com forward slash WOT Dice. There you will find more content such as After the Rolls, a show where we talk about the current seasons premiering on the Will of the Dice Twitch channel. We also have monthly merchandise drawings for our subscribers. Awesome. Let's go ahead and get into some introductions. It's me first. Hi, everybody. It's Christina. <laughs> she, her, the voice of Sid, he, him. He's our small, um, three and a half foot tall tabaxi bard who thinks he's all that and isn't sure about this adventure because he's just getting to his destiny. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Tiamorskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. Hey everybody, I'm Ren Matley, she, her. Tonight I'm going to be voicing Ray Laurie, also she, her. Ray Laurie is a five and a half foot tall siren. She is elf-like in appearance with pale, sparkly blue skin, long, wavy black hair, bright blue eyes, and a pleasantly curvy figure. She's a sorcerer and struggles with the fact that she's a siren and coming to terms with who she is. 
You can find me over on Twitter at Ren underscore Matley. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the the voice of Quinn, both she, her, and I am gushing over the, the cat that Locke has at the moment. Um, Quinn is a coyote ardling with she looks like a coyote anthropomorphized person, which is basically what she is. And I'm not sure exactly where we are, but I'll find out shortly. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Cabin Cupcake. This is why you go back and watch. <laughs> Hi, gamers. I'm Lot Clark, still. Uh, and tonight I am playing Murph von Murpington. This is not Murph. This, this is. This is the void. This is the Luna Cat, um, who is being a ragdoll in my arms right now. Uh, Murp is a Ardling as well, but is a cat type Ardling. Uh, Murp is a he they. I am a he him. Murp is five ten with uh, blue gray fur. Uh, we would call a Russian blue. Um, and Murp is the cleric of a uh, of a god, a new deity called the Great and Powerful Murp. Uh, who is also a cat, and uh, Merp just wants to get off his Brazilian, um, and now is on an airship and um, and doesn't know what comes next because we're gonna follow this compass thing, I guess. Uh, but you can find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hello, everyone. It's me, Patrick Ahide, playing. Aldun Farthweather, a bard by choice. Aldun is a six-foot-tall green dragonborn. Uh, the pronouns for Aldun are he, him. He is determined to become a council-funded musician, and he just wants to make it back out of this adventure alive. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PeculiarPatrick. And as I said at the beginning of this, I'm Tier the DM. You can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore the underscore DM or Blue Sky at Tier the DM. Before we get started, do we have any last requests? Not, Not the face. fur. So shall it be. As always, our safe word for tonight is porcelain. If the situation arises where you feel uncomfortable and need to use the safe word, please do. We will stop immediately, go to break, discuss what's going on, and if possible, to return. I want you to be happy and healthy as I make your lives miserable. All right. All that being said, how about we get into tonight's game, shall we? Nah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to. Let's talk about the D.A.R.E. program some more, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the audience wouldn't mind. I mean, what say you, audience? Do you want to see us play? That is a daring thing to do. I just got a level. I got new spells I want to cast. Let's play. I see what you did there, Patrick, but I will resist <laughs> the uh, urge to continue. Uh. Okay. Seriously, though, when last we left our party, they had escaped the zoo. They had met the curator, one Kalen. They had slain him and his conglomerate creatures. They had found yet another series of cells unleashed, un knowingly releasing individuals, including the captain of the airship, one Wilhelm. They uh, encountered vampires. They did combat. They defeated the vampires. 
the zoo was uh, set free. And this is where we begin. It's been 24 hours since the Great Escape. You are in the air on the airship, the wind billowing in its sails, the cool breeze nipping at you as the air is colder the higher you get. There are storm clouds on the horizon. You can see the lightning dancing in the large, dark, fluffy images. You can hear the thunder rolling in a distance. You are on the deck of the Golden Dawn, one of the fastest ships ever known. Sid, your hand aches as the compass has reattached itself. But it is showing a direction of southeasterly, one that Wilhelm has plotted the course for you, heading in that direction. You all have had a long rest. You all are here together, safe, perhaps? I turn it over to you now, players. Um, R Rolari, I, this is maybe a stupid question, but how much water does it take before your, your tail appears? It looks like there's a storm about to hit. A little splash never usually hurts. Typically, I need to be completely wet or submerged, or at least my bottom half. But let's see to it the sailors don't hear. Maybe if it starts raining bad, we maybe should go below. Indeed. I never trusted sailors for such superstitious beings. And it's kind of a drop. Yes. They treat you like being born a sea monster makes you a monster. Never had a problem with monsters myself. Yes, I mean, what is monster, right? Is um, is other, and anything can be other. Being a born a monster doesn't make you monstrous. Plenty of uh, so-called people who are monstrous. Indeed. Like that Kaylin. Right? That was... Uh, ugh. Sorry, just thinking about the whole thing makes my blood boil. I'm so embarrassed I behaved like that. I am so sorry. Oh, no, you took care of the problem. Yes, he got what he deserved. Don't think anything of it. If you hadn't done it, I was going to, you know, do, grab him by shoulders and do the thing with my kicky feet where I eviscerate the... You see me? You, you see cat do this? I do this. I can honestly say I've never seen a cat do that. Oh, it, it is cute and scary all at the same time. Sid's going to look down at his boots. Yeah, I, I usually don't do that. I just haven't encountered many cats. We don't exactly have a lot where I'm from. 
this is why I do not wear shoes, Sid. You see, it is a problem. You can't eviscerate with your back feet. Rilari's going to pause in the conversation, look around, make sure none of the sailors are close or listening. There's actually a sailor walking towards you. And she's going to become very quiet all of a sudden. I mean, I was trying to make the best of my time there and trying to be friendly with the people across from me. Uh, yes, you were very friendly. I, I'm sure they enjoyed the um, <clears throat> show. The sailor will approach, clear the throat. <clears throat> Jace, how can we help? Captain wants to see you in his quarters. All of us? All of you. Wonderful. Shall we... After you, sir? All right, then we'll go. He will... The sailor will lead you all to the double French doors beneath the platform that the helm resides on. He will knock and open the door and stand to let you all enter. Uh-oh. Lost the... Music. I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Tech Gremlins. The bad joke didn't work. Oh, oh, Captain! Welcome! Welcome! Come, come. Come, Dolly. Wilhelm welcomes you to his home. Wilhelm! Quinn! She's gonna go for a hug. He hugs you and then checks his pockets. Yeah, she didn't try anything this time. (laughs) Sid's gonna walk up behind him and, like, rub up against the back of his legs while he's hugging Quinn. Ooh! Angus would like you. Agnes would like you. Seeing him check his pockets after Quinn hugs him, Rillary's just going to mumble an aquion. Oh, I see they know each other well. Come, come, be seated. We eat. Oh. Yes, food um, is good, yes. Um... Thank you for the um, uh, hospitalities. Uh, thank you for freeing me from that god-awful place. Oh, it was, um, how'd you say, our pleasures. I wish I could say that this was a pleasure dinner, but it's business. Oh. I mean, they have places where the business is pleasure. It's not one of those, though, huh? No. You see, I have a problem that you lot may be able to help Wilhelm. Wilhelm is being hunted. By... A shadowed assassin. A creature of living shadow. 
couple of years ago, I helped some people get someplace and drew the ire. That's why I wound up in this Brazilian. You know, I was laying low, as it were. Changed the accent and everything. This seems like a smart plan. It is hard to get to Estrazilian. Harder to get out sometimes, it seems. Until that storm wall comes down, it'll be impossible to get out. Ain't you telling me, brother. Anyway, while you're aboard the ship, should the assassin attack, my men are not fighters. They are a merchant crew. If only I had my old crew, then we'd give them what for. What kind of crew exactly did you have before? I was a sky pirate. A pirate? Oh. Rithari's going to yes. get real quiet and kind of sink into her chair a little. Don't worry. Your identity is safe. My identity. Darling, you don't know nothing about me. Darling, don't play stupid with Wilhelm. Wilhelm has been around for a long time. I've sailed the seas and the skies. I know what I see when I see it. She's just going to kind of look down at her plate. <laughs> Sit quietly. Sid wants to but... walk around the, all the corners of the room and start looking for the assassin. And something grabs you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, um, do you wish to contract with us to, if on our voyage, these shadow assassins should turn up, we will, we will do the the stabby stabby and the blasty blasties, and take care of this little problem for you. Um. And um, what is, um, uh, how do you say, in it for us? 300 gold apiece. That's, um... That's more than I make on one crate. How are we supposed to stab a shadow? Oh, um... That, my dear, is your conundrum. I have some things to <clears throat> Um, however, um, do you say that you have, you know, anything that we would want? You has, Jace, this is your words? Once upon a time, that was true. It's just a force of habit to say it now. Oh. My hold was emptied. We could not find my belongings beneath the lower levels of the place he will say through gritted teeth it is a sadness but i suppose 300 gold a piece is nothing to sneeze about um 300 gold a piece and um not that I doubt, uh, you know, you are your men's, but um, guarantee of safe passage for all of us. 
if you had had anything superstitious about people's heritages and things jace i assure you that my crew will not have any hostile intentions some of us have risen above the stereotypes and dichotomy thereof this is It is most appreciated. So are we all uh, on board for this, Jess? I'll do just nods. Seems like it is a Jess. So we have in the court. Excellent. Now, shall we enjoy this lovely dinner you have prepared? Yes, eat. It is a, a, a good spread. It's mostly seafood, uh, but there is some things like heavy cream and berries and and fruits and sweets, honey tarts and stuff like that. Before there is no eat, alcohol. Before anyone starts taking food, Merp says, ah, the, the first we say the grace. Oh, great and powerful Merp, we call upon you to to lay your blessings upon this food. If any of these foods should be foul and uneatables for us, please take your tiny paw and knock it from the table. Amens. And I, I cast Purify Food and Drink. <laughs> I do that. Wilhelm will arch an eyebrow, but nothing more. All right, everyone, you may eat. So Sid will finish his circuit of the room and then come over to get a plate of some cream and some seafood. And when he thinks nobody's looking, he's going to, like, swim his seafood through the cream before he eats it. Yeah, Mer- Merp gets a bowl of cream, gets a plate of seafood and a bowl of cream and a, and a few, like, pieces of melon or something. And and is dipping the melon in the cream, but really what he's doing is using that as an excuse to get some cream on his pongo. Ray Laurie will get seafood, and if there's any cherries, some cherries specifically. But she eats, well, she eats a good bit. She eats very daintily. Gwen's just going to eat whatever. She She's not picky as long as it's not salted fish from a barrel. Captain eats and then promptly uh, packs a pipe and smokes it. After Wilhelm eating. will join you. At, at some point during the meal, Merp does a full heath. Like, takes a fish and and pulls the bones back out. Like, just... So, tell me, Sid, is it? Huh? And Sid will perk up his head. The compass, how it came to be in your possession. Oh, it's been in my family, like, I don't know, for, like, ever, and it decided it liked me. It's not very comfortable. I... 
Hmm, very interesting. Do you understand the weight of what you carry? Yeah, I mean, it bites into my skin constantly. Do you not realize that where that leads could bring down the storm wall or destroy the realm completely? Well, no, that just, like, my, my uncle said it's my destiny. And he's going to, like, point it. You're heading for the Golden Tower. Oh, that sounds like a good place to go. <laughs> I see. <laughs> exactly how long have you all been adventuring? <laughs> what day is it? Um, two weeks, yeah. maybe? Possibly. I'm sorry. I'm, sirens are notoriously terrible for tracking time. We don't even track how old we are. Dude, you know this stuff. You write everything down. How many pipes have you smoked? How you go that way? In what universe? What plane of existence? What circle of the nine hells do you think I would write something down? Wait, we didn't go to the nine hells, did we? No. No. Okay. No. Hopefully never. I have no idea how long we've been adventurous, but long enough to know that I'm very grateful for this meal. I'm very grateful that you have an airship so I don't have to walk on the ground anymore. And I am so grateful for new friends. He just kind of gestures vaguely with his pipe at all of you. It's, it's going to like look at you with the shrimp in his hand. And old friends, right? Right? Like I said. So... A month at most. Wait, what day is it? We started on... Um, and Murple named the, the rough date of when they were... When they went on leave from the dig site. Because I think Murp would know that. What day is it now? I don't even know. In, including time in the... You, between Wilhelm and you all, you'll hash out that, including time in the zoo. It's been about a month. Wilhelm will mutter something as he takes a drink. Oh, do you think anybody noticed that we didn't show up for our shift yet? Oh, of course they would have. We had wanted posters. Yes, we've been fired. It is, it is fine. But that is okay, because we are going to bring down the storm wall and get off these fucking islands. No offense uh, to anyone who likes living here. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We've been fired? You think we've been fired? Hang it's on. It's not going to look good on your resume. No, no, no. Altoon's going to literally, like, hook his pipe on his lip and, like, stand up and start to, like, put his head in his hands and walk in circles. No, you know just, the policy no. about no-call no-shows, man. You know, they, they are not, they don't, you don't get the, to do more than one of those. No, I don't, know. I worked I so mean, hard. We've missed at least two weeks of work, at least. I mean, the, the zoo alone, dude. But, I mean, if it's, if it's any, on top of can, that, the wanted posters. You can probably get your job back if you tell them, you know, that, that you were 
kept in a people's zoos because I mean, like that's a valid excuse as far as I'm concerned. I don't think they're gonna buy that. I will put in a good word for you, sir. I carry some weight in this Brazilian. I mean, um, Elden, look at it this way. We bring it down. The whole point of our job was to find the Golden Towers and figure out what to do about the Storm Wall. No. We're doing the job. They will, they, will, they will forgive us not showing up for work when we solve the problem that we were meant to solve, yes? That's not my job. My job was to show up to the place, play music, and be entertainment. That was my job. I liked my job. I came on leave because you all seemed like a great but cool people. And now I'm in this adventure. And now you're telling me the one thing, the one thing that I was looking forward to going back to, I probably don't have. This is... This is life shattering. My whole life, I've been trying. I've been like dreaming about being this council-funded musician, like living the easiest life that I possibly could have and have the easiest amount of money. And now you're telling me it doesn't exist anymore. Here's the thing about that: if we can manage to bring down the storm wall, they will gladly give you that dream seat of yours that you have in your head. So don't worry about it. The easiest way possible. It's not the easier than what we were doing. I've almost died at least twice. But you haven't died yet. Uh, Eldon, my friends, um, what is the price of fame? You will be known as one of the heroes who brought down the storm walls. There, people will line up to, to hear you play the musics. You will live in the lap of luxuries for the rest of your days. You will, That's not you will what I want! You will be I wanted a simple, uncomplicated life! Name recognition alone. No! There goes Aldun, look at him. Al- oh, Aldun, thank you for gracing our shop with your presence. Here, have a free fish. That's so but complicated. That means that I would then have to like owe people fish and the name oh. recognition thing. I don't want to be recognized on the street. I want to live an uncomplicated life. That's why it was five gigs a year at parties that I didn't have to worry about anyone's name at. And now it doesn't even matter because I'm wanted. I guess it's all just kind of crashing in since we haven't even been able to sit down and think about all these things. My God! Why did I get on this airship? I could have stayed in the zoo! Soon? Aldoon? I think you need to smoke the other pipe. I only have one. No, you know what I mean, dude. Like, you're stressing out way too much. Aldoon, just, um, I need you to close your eyes, friend. Just... Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Count for me as you breathe in. On the end, one, two, three, four, five, in. Hold it. I want you to know that Aldoon's not doing any of this. And as I'm saying this, as I'm talking you through it, I cast calm emotions on I'm going to resist that shit. Okay, go ahead. That's a charisma save. That's a 26. Oh, no, yeah, you resist. 
You are not calmed. Is Eldude still pacing? He's. I think at this point he's just stopped frozen. His head is. His hands are to his temples, and he's just like stopped <laughs> in place. Okay, 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 okay. What about this possibility? We save his Trisilion. You become famous here. You get a lot of money. You move somewhere completely different because you've got all this money now and you don't have to really worry about anything and you can be this an anonymous, amazing bar like you want to be somewhere off the islands. Have you heard Aldun sing? He's really not that amazing. <laughs> I don't want to move. My parents live here. Can you Bring imagine how you. You'll hard have the money for it. They're not going to uproot my entire oh, no, family. His mom is not moving, no. You do realize that the storm wall is closing in on this Drazillion, and if it's not stopped, it's going to destroy everyone and everything. No, I didn't realize that. Thank you for the extra pressure on my shoulders now. Look at it this way. You now have motivation to save your parents. Motivation before to get it done. Have you ever done something that you just wanted to get done with? So you just be like, you know what? The goal of this is to get it done because by getting through it, I will be done with it. Come up behind El Dude and start like rubbing his back on him and purring, trying to calm El Dude down. <laughs> El Dude, darling, perhaps you just need some time to process this. I, I yeah. put my hands on Aldun's shoulders like I'm going to give him a shoulder rub to relax him, but I'm really just kneading. I understand that this is not what you hoped for. It is unfortunately the hand we've been dealt, though. And we are all going to have to find our way through. I know that doesn't help right now. But as I said, perhaps you just need to take some time to process. And really, if there's anyone that you'd want to blame for any of this, you would have to blame knowing Sid at all. Because if you didn't know Sid at all, then <laughs> you wouldn't Sid's have known his uncle, his and you wouldn't through, have gotten like, dragged into his all head this. Through Aldun's legs, so like his head's out by his knees. Hey, wait, this is not my fault. If you want to blame anyone, blame Uncle Ichabod. Yeah, but if if if, if Aldun didn't know you, he wouldn't know Ichabod. I'm Aldun's best friend. I've known him forever. He would have no friends without me. As far as you know. Oh, no. You're right. My biggest rival in my life is also my best friend. That's not what I wanted at all. <laughs> uh. He's going to start purring now with his head and his like chest between your legs so that you feel the purr in between your thighs. <laughs> I'm just... I'm... And he'll kind of, like, shrug off the kneading on the shoulders and, like, step forward so that Sid is in between his legs and be like, Wilhelm, I appreciate uh, all of the hospitality you've given us. Do you have a private room that I could just sit in? And... Go to the hold, lad. Thanks. Before you and... go, what? I have a gift for you. What? She's going to reach into her now-working bag of holding and pull out a bottle. With a label filled with pink shimmery liquid. I think you need this. I don't... No offense, but I don't need more hair on my body. I'm covered in scales. 
It's not going to give you hair. That's not how I got furry. I was born this way. You... I, look, from one of the marketing schemes that I've heard around the camp from when you, you were trying to peddle the pink sparkly liquids, one of the ingredients was hair growth or effects, side effects, symptoms. I don't know, but I appreciate you trying to... Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll just take it. And, and don't worry about paying me. It's free. We're friends. Friends discount. Thanks. And he'll hook his pipe on his lip and make his way to the hold with his stuff. And just kind of lay on his back flat on the hold. <laughs> kind of his arms outstretched. Just kind of ponder his whole life now. I need everyone but Patrick to earmuff. <laughs> As you lay there pondering, Aldoon, <clears throat> there is a way that you can get out of this. There is a way that you could get back to where you were. It would be difficult, but you could always take a life raft. Um, hmm. I'll have to roll for that because that's that's very tempting. Oh, that they say what they say. Um, he'll tug at that thought curiosity out of curiosity more than trying to ditch these people but he's curious i'll be like well i could take a life raft but then where would i go do you drink the pink liquid no, <laughs> no. <laughs> all right can i bring the others back yeah 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 Come back, Alice. Alice, come back. Muppet arms. Muppet arms. I wonder if she's not looking at this screen right now. She's looking at a different one. Uh, so, how's everybody doing? Good. Oh. Pondering. The character is pondering. <laughs> Having an existential crisis, sorry. Just like a little one. Everybody, I think, I think it wouldn't be a Patrick character if I didn't have like a little one as a treat. <laughs> this, this uh... It's a gift you give yourself. I, okay, I, I so think it's fun like that. Tech gremlins have attacked. Alice's Discord is freaking out. No. They're probably going to have to reboot. 
Let's go to break. We'll take 15, give Alice time to sort it, get us some snickety snacks and beverages of choice. I'm going to have some pudding, and we'll be back. so much for hanging out while we took our impromptu break to get Alice back. Yay, I'm back. So we had Aldoon in the middle of an existential crisis. Wilhelm had muttered something into his drink and you all are still at the table. What would you like to do? Um, Mr. Wilhelm, um, about the price we just negotiated. Um, you said uh, 300 gold each. Um, and I was just wondering, um, would it perhaps be possible to, for me personally, to receive my payment in the form of perhaps a diamond? Is this that something can be done. Accomplish? That is what I would prefer, if it is feasible, as um, there are things that I could do to help keep my friends um, safe, if I had such. My question at this time is, will you be able to keep me safe? I try. He will mutter something else taking a drink. Well, I I would assume, um, just um, based on what I know about um, the shadows, that they do not like light. And um, I have several um, spells at my uh, back end call that... Um, uh, function as such. They would hurt I think a shadowy thing greatly with their um, bright light. Uh, you might do a little damage, but this is no normal shadow. This thing's crawled straight out of the pits of Angramora from the deepest, darkest depths that Gangriella could reach her wicked claws into and ripped free from its place of resting. You see, Angramora is a land of shadow. Yes, Raylori? I was just going to ask what you could tell us about them, but obviously that's what you're about to do. It is a realm of darkness. It was created by betrayal, but it keeps balance with other realms. There was once a queen named Gangriella who was fierce and powerful. She ruled with an iron fist covered in a velvet glove. But her time came to an end and another 
whom she imparted her essence into, took the throne by the name of Venfira. Venfira is a very no-nonsense individual that has interesting views. But the people enjoy the rain, and there is peace. But Gangriella, well, Gangriella came back. There was a lot that happened that I won't go into, because I'm not running Game of Kings. Uh... <laughs> Needless to say, prior to her return, I helped prolong her return and have not been forgiven. What can you tell us about that which hunts you? It is known simply as a skies. It is the darkest form of shadowed assassin. There are Umbrakai. They are creatures. They all pale in comparison to this hunter. You'll have to forgive me. I've not spent as much time on land as all of you. I don't know what any of those things are. Umbrakai are shadowed hunters. They have the ability to make clones of themselves and then kill the clones to restore their health. They are revered, respected, and feared by any that know of them. There are various creatures of the Angermora realm, the, the nasty four-armed wolf creature that hunts at the queen's command and other monstrosities that I will not even mention. But they all fell in comparison to a skies. But what do you know about the skies itself? What do you know that would help us protect you? I know as much as anyone else does. It's a death sentence. No one has encountered a skies and lived. No one. Well, that certainly makes me feel better about this whole arrangement. You out. and me both. How's Aldun doing? He is still laying on the ground, and the ground being the deck of the hold. Uh, the floor of the whole... Anyway, I'm not a sailor. Um, he's still having an existential crisis. He's going through, like, very much uh, similar to how uh, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story had his little, like, years of academy training wasted. Uh, he's doing all of that, but it's, like, internal, but it's manifesting as, hey, he's just laying down. Um, he's... He's coming. He keeps coming back to the idea that that he thought of that tickled his brain. He keeps coming back to it, and so I think 
Oh, excuse me. At some point, he will get up and he will begin hold walking on. around the deck of the ship. Do, do I need an earmuff? No, 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 no. Okay. No, he's looking around the deck of the ship for the thing that this little this little idea twinkled in his head. It's not hard to find. He looks at it and is unsure of how it would work being however high up in the sky he is. <laughs> and so he will uh, just sit on the deck of the ship next to where it's at and smoking his pipe. Okay. How long has Eldun been gone? At this time, about an hour. Okay, yeah, that's that's about as long as it's going to be for Sid. Um, Sid is going to activate his uh, glamour weave so his clothes start to look like shadows are in the pattern. And he's just going to walk out the door and go look for Aldun. It's been too long. He's sitting on the deck of the ship. Okay. He's going to just try to quietly walk up behind him. His back is against the railing, so you won't be able to get behind him. Okay. You can get beside him. Beside him. Then. Okay. He's going to curl up to the side of him and lay up next to him. And then look up at him and send message and be like, you doing okay, buddy? He's not going to say it out loud. He's just going to say it mind to mind. Um, Alduna respond mind to mind. Um... What if I just, like, left? Sid's gonna look at him, and then, like, just put his claws out enough that he can feel them. Not, like, try to puncture the skin, just enough where that there's that warning. Like, move the wrong way, and I'm about to stick you. And just sit there looking up at him. I think just kind of, like... Thumbs over the railing to where there is a lifeboat. Sid's just going to keep giving him that look, like, go ahead and move. (laughs) Aldoon doesn't move. He just kind of sits there, unsure. Yep. Sid will sit on alert for a couple of minutes. If Eldun doesn't move after a couple of minutes, he's going to just put his head on Eldun's leg and just lay there sitting with him. Eldun will just sit and smoke his pipe and just kind of contemplate. What's the uh, other three of you doing? Well, Captain, if we are to be your protectors, does that mean you'll require us to stay here with you? No, no, of course not. Be about your business, just if trouble calls come running. And how will we know if trouble calls? Oh, you will know. <laughs> you will know, my dear, you will know. Very well. At this Agnes. point... At this point... I'm sorry to interrupt. It is... Now thundering. The ship actually shaking in the quake of the rolling thunder. 
lightning flashing, illuminating the shadows of the clouds that you have found yourself in. Rain pouring on the deck. Actually, Captain, if you don't mind, I do believe I'd like to remain here for the moment. Yes, I think that's a good idea. I may have something for you. For he will life. get up and go to a box and begin picking up different trinkets, looking at them. Ah, yes, here we go. He will bring back a ring with a sapphire set in it and slide it to you. Oh, you meant for me, not the group. What is it? It will keep you from getting wet. It is a harmless little trinket that I picked up in my travels. It's a ring of water shielding. The pearl divers didn't like getting wet, so I made four or five of these and sold them. They were, you know, novelties. Interesting. I've never gotten wet enough in a rain that my tail has been a bother, but... She's going to pick it up and kind of ponder it. It's more of your... that I'm worried about, but... We'll see how that holds. He taps his nose. Oh, that is part of what I do. I help her with this. Okay. Oh. No, that isn't affected by being wet. No, but if combat comes. I'm still confused how this might help. That won't help. I said I'm more worried about. Oh, I see. Than your tail. But it would be harder to maneuver in combat floundering on the deck. I suppose. That is a um, very useful and practical gift. Thank you. Um, I would hate to for us to come against something like, say, a, um, a what do you call them? The elementals. Yes? The water oh, it ones. won't stop them. No, but uh, it would be bad if um, if our friend here were if we were fighting one of those and suddenly she could not walk anymore because of one of their attacks or something. So I could see oh, a scenario the... where where that where staying dry during a fight might be beneficial. I don't know if it's powerful enough to stop that. Wait, it might. <laughs> it is. It is good to have nonetheless, and we thank Hey, where'd Sid go? Sid and Aldun are getting absolutely soaked. <laughs> At this point, Sid is shivering, but he won't leave Aldun's side. Aldun, at this point, being just pelted with rain, is just going to look at Sid and be like, why? Why, why? Why what? Why are you here right now? Because you're my oldest friend. But like, 
you gotta know that we haven't like really been like we're like closer to frenemies like you know that right like we've been like in constant competition with each other forever but it's it's like a friendly game i mean i've known you since i was a kitten you're my you're you're not my friend i mean we grew up together i mean your your mom let me eat at your house even you're you're not my friend at you're this my point best friend Eldoon. I became a bard because you were a bard. I became a bard because my parents told me I needed to get a job or otherwise I wouldn't be able to live in their house anymore. I do remember that. That was quite funny. Your mother was quite insistent. And that's when we became bards. I picked Bard because it was the path of the least resistance. It meant all I had to do was learn the instrument and then train real hard, get some gigs under my belt, go to the music, go to the council and say, look and play and perform and spectaculate them and maybe use a little magic to trick them. But that's between me and the magic gods. That's see practice real hard is the opposite of least resistance i mean that was that was work we worked hard and you were good and i had to work hard to catch up to you okay but like but you really aren't my friend and he's gonna give you the big big kitty eyes while he is soaking wet like a drowned rat I'm saying that we're not not friends, but we're not also not, 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 not friends. All those knots cancel each other out. So see, we're friends. You're my bestest, bestest friend. And I get that you don't want other people to be jealous and you downplay it when everyone's around. And it's so funny. It's the best game ever. But it's just you and me right now, buddy. And, you know. I, I mean, where you go, I go. Where I go, you go. But you got like a destiny. Yes, you look at your arm. Destiny. No, 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 no. Because I mean, you. look at me and look at you. And you know, I need like, like the the big brawny healing thing. Like, cause I never learned the healing thing. It just wasn't my gig. But but together. I mean, you, you can't break have up the a band, destiny. man. You can't break up the band. We were a jam band at most, and you know how jam bands are. They're constantly replacing people. He's going to just start doing a little pitiful, like, in the back of his throat while he looks at you with the big, big eyes. Look, Sid, I appreciate your friendship that you have given over these last forever, basically. And... And he like he he like started to get up, but he like doesn't get up. But he's like on his knees, so that they're kind of eye to eye. It's like I just I don't know if I'm cut out for this adventuring stuff. I mean, I literally sat down in the middle and watched you all fight. Like that's not like helpful. 
That's not good. You did, you did cool stuff. You were doing cool stuff. My cool thing is to sit down and to smoke a pipe. But you, you do it like did things. Nobody else can do it. Nobody smokes a pipe like you, Eldoon. But that's like, if if a pipe was an instrument, you would be like the grand vizier of all bards. Like I never took up pipe smoking because I know I couldn't hold a candle to you. But if you oh. tell anybody I said that, I will deny it till my last day. And you his have... tail's gonna come up and like hit the side of your face. Um, look. Sometimes destinies go in different ways, and your destiny is here with all with, with Merv and Raylari. your face. We are the destiny. We have this together. I don't think it's together, man. I like not like that, man. Not like that. Like we're like no, bros. we're like bros. I, I get that. I didn't mean it like bros either. I meant your destiny. I mean, I mean, in... If you're thinking the other way, dude, we could try. I don't know, the skills is a little weird, but I, we could get past it. Yes. No, uh, please. I just had a great dinner. I don't want to accidentally vomit all over you. Please stay focused here. I know this is going to be hard for you to understand, but I think my destiny lies back in possibly a jail cell at this point. But I gotta at least go to it. I gotta live that part of my life, but I'm you gonna give you something. In the zoo. No, but I'm gonna give you something. Something I've held on this whole time that could have been a key to everything that nobody thought of. And he's gonna sling his bag off of his shoulder and put it down in front of him. This is all while raid, I guess, is still happening <laughs> and shit. Um, and he's gonna pull out a pole of collapsing and hand it to you. This is not how I imagined you giving me your pole. Not that I ever imagined that, but, um, thank, thank you? It'll be useful, I think. It'll be helpful. <laughs> that Sid will notice the cover of the life raft begin to lift. Ooh, can Sid pounce on it? Sure. Okay. Do I need to roll anything? All right, acrobatics check. Okay. If y'all can hear my dog, I apologize. Oh, it's rainy and slick. <laughs> I got a seven. Aldoon, you watch Sid leap past you hit the wet tarp, and start to slide off into the air. Without a second thought, Aldoon rushes forward and tries to reach out for Sid. All right, give me a dex check. Twenty-three. You grab Sid by the scruff, oh, okay. and you feel a sharp pain in your shoulder. Oh, fuck. I really didn't think you were that heavy and I wasn't extending that far. What the shit? Ow. Something was moving. You will take nine points of necrotic damage. Uh, He'll look over his shoulder. 
You see a hand, withered and gnarled, the skin black and petrified, dancing with shadow and smoke. And where the hand slides back, there is the mark of three concentric circles, each holding a feather on your shoulder. Is it just a hand, or is it attached to something? It's attached to something. You see a billowing cloak, glowing red eyes, and in the other hand, a scythe. Uh, Sid, I'm going to try something really weird. Uh, Just pull your dagger out and flail, okay? Uh, And he's going (laughs) to... Uh, whip the sit around so that <laughs> he can basically be like a an attacking thing that he can then use. All right, I need both of you to make attack rolls. Surprisingly enough, a seventeen. Seventeen will hit. I rolled a natural twenty for a twenty-six. All right. Um, give me just a second. I don't know if Tearbot is up, but we will find out. The bard used another bard as a weapon. <laughs> that's double bard powers right there. <laughs> See, that's why you can't leave Aldoon. Double bard power. Double bard all the way across the sky. <laughs> All right, uh, Terabot should be working, so go ahead. That's crit weapon, I believe. Perry, Perry, thrust, thrust. You disarm the enemy and add four, five points of damage to your total. All right, go ahead and uh, it's rolled max damage plus rolled damage. No. 11 plus 7 is 19 plus 5 is 24. 24. All right. That's a hell of a dagger stab. Coming around, stabbing the creature in the chest, and then backhanding at the hand holding the scythe, the scythe drops and vanishes. The creature reaches out, placing a hand on your head. You will feel pain. You will take 13 points of necrotic damage as the same symbol on Aldun's shoulder appears on your forehead. Are there any alarms being raised at the creature that's now on deck? Is there a commotion outside the captain's door? Uh, you all can give me a perception check to see if you notice. Whoa, cold chill. Someone just stepped on my grave. 
Merp. Uh, 13 plus 8 is Blackjack. 21. Quinn. Hold on, I'm having to math. 34s? No, that seems too high. It's 16 plus 8. 24. 24. 24, okay. And Ray 17. Let me roll for Wilhelm. You all notice Wilhelm's like, shit, it's here! And points as you see it reach out and grab Sid. To the deck. Like, was the door open or I, is there a window? There's French doors. French doors. Gotcha. Um, I lay a hand. As, seeing, as soon as that is said, I lay a hand on, uh, on Quinn's shoulder and cast freedom of movement. Okay. Uh, touching a willing creature for the duration, which is up to an hour. The target's movement is unaffected by difficult terrain, spells, and other effects that can uh, either reduce the target's speed or cause the target to be paralyzed or restrained to have no effect. The target can also spend five points of movement to automatically escape from non-magical restraints, such as manacles or creatures that, it ha- that has grappled it. Finally, being underwater imposes no penalties to the target's movement or attacks. All right. Quinn, you're coming out on the deck. Are the rest of you? Uh, I'm not yet. I'm going to take a round before I come out. Raylari will at least move to the door. Has she had time to attune to the ring? Did you put it on? Yeah, she put it on when Wilhelm was talking to her. Okay. And it's okay if she hasn't. I just need to know for game. Uh, you would have. Okay. So Raylari and Quinn are coming out on deck. Like I said, Raylari will move at least as far as the door, like j- like just outside the door, so that she can b- get back to Wilhelm quickly if needed. All right. Let's everybody go ahead and roll initiative and join me in Albert Rodeo. All right, Aldoon. 23. Sid. Five. No, nine. I'm sorry. I forgot to add my nine. Quinn. Seven. Merp. 23. And Ray Laurie. 17. All right. So, Aldoon swung the cat. Aldoon, you're up. Um, Aldoon's going to, <laughs> lack of a better term, drop Sid, uh, but drop it. Uh, drop him so that uh, he's kind of behind him and then is going to take a deep breath in and exhale and in a 15 foot cone 
is going to use his breath weapon. All right. Say con save DC 13. That fail. Okay, so that is full damage. Um, that is 16 poison damage. Alrighty. Um, and as a bonus action is going to look back to Sid and just kind of scream, uh, get somewhere safe and feel better and cast a healing word at first level. You get six health back. And that is Aldun's turn. All right, Merp. All right. Merp is going to um, move up to the door next to Relari. Um, tool, tool. Uh, so that'll be 20 feet of movement. Uh, and then uh, Merp is going to cast Spirit Guardian. At okay. level three. Okay. Um, and that will be my turn. One second, I'm looking for the Spirit Guardian. All right. The creature will flitter quickly than you can even process almost behind Quinn. A hand wrapping on your shoulder. Nine points of narcotic damage as you have the same markings appear. Okie dokie. Now we bring up Rolari. I'm going to attempt to drop a shatter spell. No, wait, he moved. That's right. Yeah, okay. Not that, because he moved. Sorry. Um, I wasn't looking at the map. I was listening, but not looking at the map. All right, let's try a magic missile. Okay, magic missile gonna, automatically hits, roll damage. Yep. Gonna throw magic missile, um, all three darts aiming at the creature. Seven points, and it's force. Okay. Is that your turn? That is Raylari's turn for the moment. All right, Sid. Okay, um, 
Sid is going to start singing off key um, and cast dissident whispers at the creature. All right. And so that is a wisdom 15. Okay, so it has a plus three to wisdom. So I have to roll a 12 or better. I roll a four for a seven. Okay. Um, so it is going to take eight points of psychic damage, and it has to use its reaction to move as far away from me as it can. Without going into obviously dangerous ground. It vanishes. You see in a crack of lightning, it reappear standing on the opposite railing, the northern side of the ship. Um, and he's gonna go over there, and that'll be his turn. All right, Quinn. Okie dokie. Oh, this will be f okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this will be fun. This will be fun. Quinn is going to take movement to just step five feet closer to uh, to this mysterious monster. And she's going to do something new that I picked up. She's going to telekinetically shove the bitch off the ship. Okay. So what's the mechanic? Uh, it is... Uh, do, do, do. Uh, do, do, do. uh it is a, a strength saving throw uh dc 13 okay this has a plus six to strength <clears throat> and i rolled a natural 15. Damn it! Uh, so blackjack. It no get shoved off ship. Aldoon. Aldoon is going to bow, draw his bow, and knock an arrow, and is gonna let loose at the creature. Alrighty. That's an eight. That will miss. Right. The shadows seem to move, forming a hole. The air flies through. That will be Aldo's turn. Merp. Alrighty. Uh, let me just double check my range. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I am going to cast um, a third level um, Guiding Bolt. Okay. Uh, that is a natural 14 plus 8 is yep. uh, things and stuff and math. 22. Yes. The bolt impacting the creature outlined in a golden hue. Okay. That is... Uh, 10 plus 12 is 22 plus 2 is 24. That doesn't get any other bonuses. So 24 points of radiant damage. All right. And the next attack gets advantage. That will bring up the creature. Yeah. It flies into your face, Quinn, taking two attacks with its weapon. Okay. The first attack is a 24 to hit. That'll hit. Hold on, I'm trying to find the proper damage die. Ten points of piercing damage. The second attack. Twelve. That will miss. And then I need to measure something. The creature released a blast of shadow. I need Quinn, Raylari, Merp, and Wilhelm uh, to all make dexterity saving throws. All right. Um, Quinn. Uh, 26 plus evasion. Okay, you'll take no damage. Merp. 15. You will take 22 points of bludgeoning damage. You are knocked back 20 feet, and you are prone. So half of 22 is 11. That's a 14. I don't need to roll my advantage die to maintain my concentration on spirit. All right, Rilari. 18. You will take 11 points of damage and are not knocked back or prone. <clears throat> that will bring up Rilari. This creature. 
I'm going to do something stupid. This thing's right up in Quinn's face. Raylory is going to run to Quinn's side, reaching out as she gets to the creature to try to put a hand on it and screaming, you keep your hands off of her. Uh, and I'm going to attempt shocking grasp. Before you roll for your shocking grasp. Yes. Quinn was wounded. Oh, running up beside her. The scent of blood fills your nostrils. Of course. Eighteen on my die. You're good. Go ahead and Yay. do your shocking grasp. Yeah. Quinn does not get <laughs> Yeah. Does not get attacked. Uh but thirteen's probably gonna miss. Thirteen will miss. The creature just sort of floats back, avoiding your hand. Wait, had anyone attacked it since he cast the guiding bolt? No, so that would be his advantage. Go ahead. Good call. Ooh, that's much better. That's 23. Yeah. All right, so my shocking grasp is 2d8s. Only three points. Is that your turn, Rilari? That's it. All right, that'll bring up Sid. All right. Um, thinking that it worked the first time, um, Sid is going to try Dissident Whispers again. All right. So. Uh, DC 15 wisdom. All right. It has a plus three on wisdom, so I got to roll a 12 or higher. I rolled a one. Woo! So how much damage? It is 21 points of psychic damage. Nice. Get it, get it. Faster, pussycat. Kill, kill. All right, he will once again disappear and reappear at the prow. He's now going to take a legendary action. Those of you that have marks on you, please roll a constitution saving throw. Get all these dice together here. All right, Aldoon. I rolled a one. Plus two makes it three. That is 40 points of necrotic damage. Woo. Quinn. 22. That is 20 points of necrotic damage. Sid. Uh, 13. 40 points of necrotic damage. 
Now I need all of you to roll a perception check. Aldoon. 17. Merp. 24. Quinn. Dirty 20. Rilari. 4. And Sid. 10. Okay, so Sid and Rilari are kind of lost to what's going to God, but the reddest of you noticed there is a ethereal chain that has sprung from the markings connecting the three of you together. All right. I'll ring up Quinn. Question. Yes. Does it trace back to the the thing. No, it's just connected in the three of you. Damn. This motherfucker moved so far away. Why'd he have to move so far away? Um. Quinn is going to hold her action until it moves back over to her. Okay, what action are you holding? An attack. Okay. Wilhelm is going to stride to the door. Cast a fire bolt. We'll hit. We'll do seven points of fire damage. And that will bring up Aldoon. Aldoon, seeing the chain and feeling the damage, um, it's just going to say, all of us that are connected should feel better. I'm going to cast a fourth level mass healing word, targeting right. myself, Sid, and Quinn. That is nine... Points of health back. Reroll that. You burn a high level spell. Reroll that. That is eight <laughs> points of health back. So we'll go with the nine. I tried. As a DM, I tried. You did try. Oh. I mean, nine is. It's about average, actually, for a mass healing word. Um, I, don't know, and I, don't what, I don't know what Aldoon's wisdom score is. So I can't... Let's see. It's 60 feet. Give me one second here as I move my map over to. Where is the creature? At the tip. Oh, the oh at the very tip. Okay. The tippy tip. Just the tip. Uh, it's too far for me. Um, Aldoon's then going to take some feet forward towards the creature. And uh, just yell at it, mocking it, saying, "You think that's all you got? That's that's all. That's all you got. 
you think you putting your sh- hand on my shoulder and burning a thing into my thing is gonna take me down? Uh, and cast Vicious Mockery, so it's a Wisdom 16 saving throw. Okay, it's got a plus 3 to Wisdom, so I need a 13 or better. I rolled a 3! <laughs> Alright. damn it! It has disadvantage on its next attack before the end of its next turn. And it takes 7 psychic damage. And that All is Eldrin's right. turn. Merp. All right, Merp is going to spend half of his movement to stand up and is then going to uh, ride 15 feet forward. I'll move myself slightly to the side so I'm not standing directly on top of Wilhelm. And if I did my math straight, that should me at 120 feet away from the thing which happens to be the range of guiding bolt so uh we're gonna drop a second level guiding bolt at the creature uh that is a 17 17 hits eight yeah uh and that is one less than last time sixes That will be eighteen points of radiant damage and advantage to the next attacker. Once more it is outlined in that golden hue from divine energy. Oh shit, I took it off the board. It fell off. Oh no! My telekinetic shove worked! (laughs) It just has a delay. Alright. That will bring up the creature's turn. It will shadow step 30 feet. It will move through you, Aldoon, to get to Sid. First attack is with disadvantage because of dissonant whispers. That is a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Twenty-one points of necrotic damage. Second attack. Thirteen to hit. That just hits. Nine points. Okay.
That'll bring up Rulari. Seeing this thing go after Sid, Rulari is going to move forward, or in this case on the map, to the right. I didn't measure how far that was. I think it was 10 or 15 feet. So that she has a clear line of sight. And she's going to fire off a lightning bolt. Not directly centered on the creature because she doesn't want to hit Sid. But it's going to come basically cross the creature's back so that it doesn't hit Aldune or Sid. Okay. Is that a so save? It, or needs a dex, it needs a dex save of 14 to see if it takes oh. full or half damage. This should be interesting. It only has a plus one to dex. That makes it a 15. That was a 15? Yep. So it's going to take half damage. Hope you don't mind. I'm going to use digital dice. Which wasn't much. So half of 28, 14. 14 lightning damage. All right. The lightning streaks across the deck, mingling with the lightning that's flashing from the storm that you all are in. Is that your turn, Rilari? Sorry, Larry's turn for the moment. All right, Sid, you're up. As a bonus action, Sid is going to cast the magical inspiration on um, Aldun because he's the closest. Okay. So that will allow him to use the bardic inspiration die to add to a spell that would restore hit points or deal damage okay and then um sid is just gonna go ahead and try to attack with his dagger since the creature's right there all right go ahead and make that attack and that's a 16 and the creature bats away your dagger with the with a backhand okay quinn uh, okie dokie Quinn is going to uh, take her movement. Uh, did Sid uh, do use advantage on that attack, by the way? Oh, that's right. It would have been oh, advantage no. getting bold. I forgot about that. I'm off uh, my hand tonight. That's sorry. okay. That's lower. That, that's a 15, so I still miss. Thank you for reminding me, though. I forgot. No problem. Uh, Quinn is going to take her movement to get behind the creature. And we're gonna fucking attack it. Alright. Dabby stab. Ooh, and we're flanking so you get advantage, right? That's right, I do get yep. advantage. It's goodbye, four. Oh, that's a 17. That's even better. 17 plus 6 would be 23? That hits. And I get to roll all of these d6s. That is 12 damage. I rolled real low. And that is her turn. 
All right. Wilhelm is going to cast a healing word on Sid. If I can find the dice. I just had them. There they are. Thirteen points back, Sid. Oh, thank you, Wilhelm. All right, Aldoon. Aldoon is going to look to the creature. He's going to point his finger out and say, Down! Casting first level command. Down meaning he will lay down on the ground if he fails. Oh, shit. What's the save? A wisdom save of 16. All right, I got a plus three on wisdom. Roll to 15. That's an 18. Damn. Wait, you have the magical advantage. Oh, no, that's only two. What does damage or heals? Sorry. Yep. All right. Merp. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, time to get into this shit. All right. Um, I am going to... Um, I'm just deciding which thing I want to spend. That one's... Okay. Uh, I am going to run forward uh, 25 feet or so. Uh, to middle of the deck, and then I am going to bonus action Misty Step 30 feet to get me right up on the creature. Hold on, let me, I'm going to adjust myself slightly since it wants to snap me to a square. There we go. Um, and then I am going to uh, reach out, slamming my hand onto the back of the creature's head, um, and in Celestial say, uh, get your damn claws off or your damn dirty stife and uh, cast Word of Radiance. That is a con save, please. DC 16. You're muted, Tyr. Constitution is plus 8, so I need an 8 or better. All right. I rolled a natural 19. Damn! I believe that Word of Radiance is all or nothing. Uh, yep, yeah, all or nothing. It's worth a shot. The creature spins with its weapon towards you, Merp. Okay. That will miss. I have a question. Yeah. The creature started in the in the thing with spirit guardians, right? Is that on? That's right. Yes. That's on its turn. So, yep. what saving throw? Uh, spirit guardians is uh, uh, wisdom, please. All right. Plus three. Thirteen, sixteen, even. It meets it beats, so it's going to take half damage. Okay. Uh, from my. D8. My other D8. Other D8. 
or D8, you'll do. Help if that one didn't fly halfway across the board and land standing up on the dice. There we go. Uh, eight, nine, and five is uh, 14 points of, of radiant damage from the Spirit Guardian. And I believe there was a second attack coming my way. Yeah, but I'm having to measure something as well. No worries. Okay. Second attack. 13's not going to hit. Nope. It once more shoots that stream of shadow. I need Merp, Quinn, and Rilari to make dexterity saving throws. All right, Merp. Uh, dirty 20. All right, you will take 11 points of damage, but you do not move. Quinn. Uh, dirty 20, uh, does evasion count for this? Yep, so you'll take no damage. Ray Laurie. I rolled a natural 20 for a 21. You will take 11 points of damage and not move. That will bring up Ray Laurie. Um, I'm, I'm just going to try to toll the dead. Okay. Wisdom save 14. And I roll a one. God damn it. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and you get the bigger damage because it's already hurt. It's so, it's a, it's D12s. Then. Right. So instead of 2d8, it's 2d12. Nine. Nine points of necrotic. All right, is that your turn? That's it. All right. Sid. All righty. Um... Sid is going to cast Ryotham's Psychic Lance. Oh, fuck me. So, uh, <laughs> intelligence saving throw of 15. All right. It has a plus four in intelligence. I need 11 or better. I roll an eight. It fails. Right. Yeah. Come on, roll nice, roll nice. 32 points oh. of psychic damage. Mm, and it's baby. immobilized. And it's incapacitated for its... Uh, until the start of my next turn. All right, Quinn. Stabby, stabby time. Oh, that's going to miss. That's an eight. That misses. Even with However. the flanking? Oh, right. It's also incapacitated, so you get advantage either way. 
And I wouldn't have helped. That was a natural one. So it just oh. saved me from the natural one. <laughs> <laughs> However, Quinn is going to move just slightly closer to Merp and bonus action try to telekinetic shove it again. Strength DC 813. Actually. Hold on. Okay, so it can make a save. It just can't take actions or reactions. That is uh, what what stat was it again? I'm sorry. Uh, strength right. DC uh, 13. I rolled a 19. Damn. Trying to knock it off the damn side of the ship and it's not going. Wilhelm is casting Healing Word on Aldun. Twelve points of healing, Aldun. And it is your turn, Aldun. Aldun again is going to point out his finger at the creature and just say, Down! Doing another command. Fourteen. Wisdom sixteen. It's incapacitated. It can't do anything. It just falls down. Um, and that's Aldoon turn. All right, Merp. All right. Um Oh, it's 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 so prone. Um, oh, but that's a ranged attack, even though I'm standing right next to it. That wouldn't, that would cancel out the advantage. Ad- advantage. Fuck. Um, yeah, fuck it. Um, uh, who looks the most hurt of the of the between Quinn and Sid? I'm guessing Sid is more hurt than Quinn at this point. Um, Probably. I'm I'm above half. Uh, I'm gonna give just a, below half. Uh, I'm gonna give a third level cure wounds to Sid. Uh, so you get 20 points back. Thank you. Uh, that was my action and bonus action. Uh, Word of Radiance, give me that sweet, sweet con save again. I know it's going to pass because it's got a stupid con, but it's what I got. Fuck. <laughs> Tilled! I rolled a two. Um, okay, then, yeah, you can take all of that, then. Uh, that is uh, eight points of necrotic. Or, I'm sorry, radiant. Alrighty. Ray Laurie. Now, when I cast a necrotic spell on it, did it look like it hurt it? 
didn't notice. You should have okay. asked during the, the time. Yeah. Sorry. I thought too, like right after I said I was done. <laughs> That's my bad, not yours. All right. Well, I guess we're going to try this and see what happens. But uh, it needs a con save of 14. So I'm attempting blight. See if it takes full or half. Half. You know what? Let's roll digital dice. As much as I like rolling real dice, it takes me forever to count things. Oh, wait. It rolled nine instead of eight. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Hold on. Let me roll that with the right number of dice. I'm so sorry. I hit the button one too many times. So it's going to take half of 38. All right. Good. All righty. Um, Sid is going to go ahead and try to stab it. All right. You get advantage because it's prone. But no longer incapacitated. No, it's at the end of her turn. I thought it was at the start. Start of my turn. Oh, okay. 22. Oh, 22 wait. will hit. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. While, while that damage is being calculated, didn't its turn happen immediately after me? Right. So I need a um, wisdom save. 16. So that meets, so it'll take half the damage uh, from my... 3d8s, third one. Son of a bitch. Lost a die. Um, Want me to roll a d8 for you? No, I have another one. I'll just roll another one. That was a 5, now it's a 6. So that is uh, 11 and 7 is 18 points of uh, radiant. Go ahead, uh, Sid, and figure out your damage. All right, it was four points of damage. Okay. And then uh, two weapon fighting as my bonus action, so we're going to try to stab it with the other hand. It's still prone, right? Yep. Oh, that's much better. 25 to hit? That'll hit. Okay, that one only does four. Oh, that's still four points of damage because I rolled max on the die that time. All right. It is now taking a legendary action. It rises, throwing its hands down, unleashing that shadow force on the hull of the ship, blasting through the deck, the second deck, the hold, the ship creaking and cracking. And then it vanishes. The storm continues to rage as we come out of combat. The lightning flashing, the ship shaking uncontrollably. Those ethereal chains connecting three of you. 
Wilhelm will run to the helm, fighting. He will scream, everyone, abandon the ship, pointing to the lifeboats. You don't have to tell Altoon twice. He is going to make his way around the hole and start prepping the lifeboat that he was sitting against for leaving. Sid's going to help. I would actually like to use Eye for Detail to use a perception check to see if this if the creature is just invisible or hidden. Okay. Almost. That is a 27. You don't see any signs that would give away that it's there. There's no distortion in the rain or weird shadows floating or anything of that. It's as if the creature disappeared. All right, then she'll get in the lifeboat when it's ready. Uh, I run to Wilhelm. Okay. And I, I stay beside Wilhelm until the lifeboats are ready. Even then, I'm like, you hired us to protect you. I am doing my job. Are you ready to go? Captain goes down with the ship, lad. Not on my watch. I'm not abandoning my ship. So you're just going to stay here and die? I might live. Or we could go. I'm not leaving. Now get out of here before this thing flies apart. Um, Merp casts fly and begins hovering next to uh, Wilhelm. Okay. I'm not worried about it going down. I'm okay. Okay. You sure you're doing this? I'm doing this. Fucking hell. I I drop the fly spell, land back down, and I touch him, and I cast fly, and then I run for the lifeboat. (laughs) Okay. As long as I maintain concentration, he's got ten minutes. As uh, we're packing the lifeboat and everything, uh, Alduno freeze for a second and just go, Reeve! Uh, and go find Reeve and pull Reeve to the lifeboat. Okay. And then once everyone is ready and the lifeboat's ready, Alduno get in and uh, uh, Sid, can, can I get that thing that I gave you earlier? Um, yeah, sure. And he'll reach in his backpack and pull out the pole. Uh, he'll use the pole and use the pole to push away from the boat. And you push away and begin to fall. Anybody know how to work this thing? 
Don't look at me. It goes start, down, right? I start looking for controls. There's a tiller. I, I grab it. When you grab it, there's a blue light that encompasses your hand, and the motion downward stops abruptly. Everyone make deck saves. Aldoon. 25. Merp. 22. Quinn. 19 plus evasion, maybe? <laughs> no. <laughs> 19, then. Raylari. 17. And Sid. 16. You all managed to stay inside the ship? Yay! The problem is, is that you watch as the Golden Dawn begins breaking apart, debris flying all around you. Since you're at the helm, Merp, these rolls are on you. All and right. you have the life of your companions in your hand. Great Merp, protect us. These are going to be reflex rolls, so they're going to be dex rolls. Okay, you got to make three of them. All right. So this is a dex check, correct? Yes. Okay. Not that that's any different than my dex save because I'm not proficient in dex. So first one is a fifteen plus four is nineteen. You barely move out of the way of the debris as you're flying. Trying to figure out how to work this thing. More debris coming. Next check. Uh, that is a 16 total. Crash into the side of the boat. The boat is, the lifeboat is spinning, but it hasn't taken much hull damage. When the mast and rest of the ship canters and begins to fall towards you okay here we go yes sid can i try to cast tiny hut around us i mean you can try it's a 10 foot radius immobile dome of force that springs into existence above and around you and remains stationary for the duration so if i'm putting it in the lifeboat okay Um, it lasts for eight hours. It says, uh, nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside. Um, I'll allow it. Just remember one thing about that spell. It has no bottom. Okay. All right. That last dex check, Mark. All right, here we go. Uh, that is a 14. Crash! You all begin to decelerate beneath the weight, or accelerate beneath the weight of the mast. The tiny hut keeping you from being instantly crushed as the ground approaches. Is Closer. It ground water? It's ground. Closer. Closer. Here, when we get yeah. to be about um, 
I want to say 120 feet above the ground. Aldoon's going to see that this is a very precarious situation and pull out a shawm very quickly and honk a note and cast Featherfall, targeting uh, the five people that are here. Or, well, technically, the five people that he's casted on before because Merp tells him all the time not to worry about it because Merp knows how to fly. Uh, so it's myself, Sid... Quinn, Raylari, and Reeve casting Featherfall. Which would be awesome. But you're inside a tiny hut with a mast fixing to crush you. You're floating inside like... <laughs> now, you all can leave the hut of your own volition and let the Featherfall carry you. But then you risk more debris. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Go ahead, Rilari. Sorry. Um, not directly over us because it's got a 10-foot radius, but I would like to attempt to cast Shatter on the mast. The mast blows away. Other debris is still falling. I'm going to earmuff and let you all figure out what you want to do. With the mast out of the way, can't we try to pilot the boat somewhere else? Um, I think the boat has taken enough damage it is non-functional is the point. It's the point, yeah. And um, the, I'm not, I'm not laying blame is... on anybody, guys, but I'm just saying that I had three critical roles there and two bards, and no one gave me any inspiration. So, <laughs> just saying. All right. Um, He's trying to be so helpful by putting this force field on. No, I didn't even know if he would let me do anything. So. I thought the force field was going to protect the boat from that last crash of damage. Yeah. Um, it did. It's just the, the weight of the mast was on top of the hut pushing, pushing us down. It, yeah. Yeah. Which um, so we should be able to move still now. Be, yeah. Yeah, we can try. I mean, I'll, I'll try. Also, the feather fall isn't on me. And I'm busy concentrating on Wilhelm's ability to fly so that maybe he survives this. So uh, I can't fly right now, but that's cool. I can misty step when we get close to the ground. I'm good. I'm not worried about me. Um, yeah, I'm worried about the rest of you. It. Yeah, Aldoom wouldn't yeah. have had a way to know that, though. No, no, absolutely. Uh, I'm just letting the audience know that, that Merp can't fly right now, in hey. case they were wondering, because I'm already concentrating on the fly spell for Wilhelm. Um, so, um, I don't have a lot I can do. Um, yeah, I I say if the if the boat if I if the boat is incapable of flight, you all need to abandon ship and take the feather fall down and try and dodge as much debris as possible. And I'll misty step when right before we hit the ground and hope that I'm okay. Should we bring Tyr back? Yeah. Now, before we begin, I just want the audience to know the reason why I earmuffed is so that I didn't accidentally use the knowledge that I gained against them. Because sometimes as a DM, it happens and you don't even mean for it to. So, what is your plan, oh powerful party okay first we have a question okay with the mass removed um since the dome protected us 
from the the impact of the mast and it was the weight of it pulling us down is there any flight left in the ship at all there's still part of the mast on the the ship i mean the whole mast was laying on you yeah on you you were on your side and the mast was like this okay. the only thing that kept you from getting crushed was the tiny hut the shatter blew off part of it okay but so there's okay so we're still being pushed down yes All right, I I I I let everyone know. I got, I still got nothings. Oh, uh, uh, Quinn, the 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 shoving thing. Does it only work on people? And I don't know. Let me try, and I'll try to. Well, actually, let me read real quick. Uh, it has to be a creature. It has to be a creature. Creature. Yeah. It does not say creature or object. It says a creature. Because an object can't do a saving throw. I don't think I can. Well, I can I can let go of the um the 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 hut. And we can all just feather fall, but we might get hit by debris. I'll take those chances. I'm going to try and set off another shatter on the part that's on top of us, but I'm going to set it off above, try to set it up at a point above the mast so that it's not hitting us. Does that make sense? Yep. Roll a percentage die. Let's see if you can break the ship free. Okie dokie. That's 76. The mast shatters, sliding off. You're no longer being pushed. You're still falling, but you're no longer being pushed. I, I try the tiller to see if I can write us. Give me a dex check. Uh, that's an 18. You are able to write, but the acceleration is still against you. I don't have good control. It's it's something, but it's not a lot. I say go, jump. Okay, and um, Sid lets the tiny hut go. And you all <laughs> float up amongst the falling debris. Each of you will be able to make a series of dex checks to try to maneuver out of the debris. Um, I'll do a record tier. I did not jump. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> so how fast is the, the ship accelerating from us? Like we'd be able to notice that Murph didn't float mm -hmm. up with us. Yes. Terminal velocity. Can I, Give him a bardic inspiration before he's too far away. I have sure. like 60 feet. Okay. So when Sid notices that Murp isn't floating with everybody else, he's just going to like start singing so he can cast a bardic inspiration on Murp. Hoping it helps. Sid's over going free fall. <laughs> now I'm free. <laughs> All right, Aldoon. 
Give me them two dex checks. First dex check is a 23. You missed the debris. Second dex check is a 17. You missed the debris. Quinn. I'll just roll two 20s at the same time, because that'll make my life easier. Alright, and I've got a dirty 20. That will miss. And a 14. 14, you get impacted by some of the uh, crates from the cargo hold. How much dablage? That's what I'm fixing to roll. Listen to these pickety flats. Don't they sound lovely? Only when I'm rolling them. <laughs> 47. Hiya. I, you are I imagine I spinning can't. ass over tea kettle. Yeah, I don't think I can. I can use fashion on that. Nope. All right, Ray Laurie. Oh boy. I only have a plus one index, so roll high, roll high. Well, that one's a sixteen. That one's an eight. So one will hit you. I hope the audience can hear these clickety clacks. I don't know if we they can hear it or not, but you're so far from your mic, it's hard to hear you. Sorry. Thirty-two points of damage. Sid. First one's a twenty. You avoid. Oh, but the second one's only a thirteen. All right. Let me get the clickety clacks. That would be 41. Ouch. All right, Merp. You're in the ship and it's going down. Yep. You have guidance or bardic inspiration. I have guidance too. And I'm doing you that have... shit. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, that was in my plan. Um. I, I have cast guidance on myself. I'm holding the rudder. I am I am doing everything I can to to slow the ship. I I know we're still going super fast. Uh, I'm gonna. My my want is to use guidance and the inspiration to time the right moment, so that when I'm within thirty feet of the ground, I'm gonna misty step out of the ship and land on the ground. Okay. 
That's all I got. <laughs> this will be an intelligence check with guidance and bardic inspiration. But this is a high DC. All right. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. It's not bad. We're we're at a fifteen to start. Uh, plus four and six. That's a, a twenty-five. All right. So you're only going to take half damage. You're able to misty step, but with misty step. Inertia is still there. And this is something we can talk about on cast guidance. Yeah, absolutely. No, I knew there was a chance that inertia would still be there, but it's all I got. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of high numbers. So you'll take half, so that's 32 points of damage. Eldun's the only one who came out of falling unscathed. Now, we have to see what happens to good Wilhelm. Yes. So half of 32 is... No, that is the half. 32 is the half. Yes. I took half the damage. I took 32 points of damage. Therefore, my concentration roll is half of that, my DC. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the concentration roll. Yes. Um, but, but I bought Wilhelm as much time as I possibly could, even if I fail this check. I gave him as much time as I could. But I yes, have to see Patrick. if I remain. Isn't, isn't Guidance also a concentration spell? No. Are you sure? Oh, wait. Shit. Yeah, it is. Oh, you casted it. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. All right. I fucked up. <sighs> I forgot that it was a concentration. Yeah, me too. I didn't even notice it when I said I did it. Actually, I didn't even look at the spell when I said I did it. I'm so used to just casting con- uh, casting guidance. Fuck. All right. So with the damage, the falling, Wilhelm has a percentage chance to live. You know what? I'm not going to roll that percentage. You are, Locke. Oh, that's cruel. That's just mean. You're a mean one, Mr. Tear. Yes, I am. Forty-one. And as you all wipe down, the wreckage around you smoldering, the crew, some escaped, some did not. We're going to go to break. We'll be back in ten minutes. (laughs) Beverages of choice in our stickity stacks.
But before we can find out what happened to Wilhelm, Locke, our partner. I'm still Locke Clark, and I'm going to take a moment out from kicking myself for forgetting that guidance is a concentration spell to remind you all to check out our partner in this endeavor, Dubby. Dubby is a uh, energy drink. It comes in a powdered form, so you save money on shipping and because you don't have to pay for that weight. And it's better for the environment. Uh, it has no sugar, no maltodextrin, no fillers, no artificial colors. Uh, only good stuff to keep you energized and moving and doing without any of the jitters or crash. Uh, each uh, drink of uh, each serving, that's the word I was looking for, each serving of Dubby uh, gives you all the caffeine of a cup and a half of coffee. Uh, Unless you decide you're not into the caffeine thing, which some of you aren't, and you can get the non-caffeinated formula, which does it all naturally with other things. So uh, go check out Debbie. You're going to go to their website. That's www.dubby.gg. That's www.dubby.gg and put in offer code Will of the Dice, all one word, all lowercase, at checkout for 10% off your order. Go try Debbie today. All right. So, those of you with Featherfall have landed. You see there is a small crater where Merp stands. <laughs> what do you want to do? Did he at least hero pose? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll have landed in, in the, the uh, you know, one knee down, fist on the ground hero pose as I skid to a halt. That fucking hurt. You're telling me at least you didn't get winged all over your body by boxes. Altoon, can you help somebody? I I got I got uh, here everybody, um, and I cast uh, mass healing word at fourth level. Okay. For nine points of healing. The magical nine. The magical nine. I'll do it's like, count. yeah, I'll help somebody who, who needs help. Who's hurt? Uh, I think all of us are. Ray Laurie's going to move to check Reeve first and then go over to Merp. Reeve's fine. <laughs> He's big and floofy. Oh. Here, Quinn, uh, feel better, and he'll uh, pat you on the back and cast regular cure wounds at fourth level. You get 22 health back. Oh, that feels a lot better. I'll do a little kind of slide over to Sid and be like, uh, do you, are you okay? Sid looks bad. <laughs> Come here, friend, and he'll kind of feel better and hug you using a third level cure wounds. 
That's 20 health back. Oh, yes. He's going to start purring a little bit. Okay, come on. Um, now, don't make it weird. <laughs> Merp pats Rolari on the shoulder for coming to, to check on on them and and casts a third level cure wounds on Rolari for 23 back. I was coming to see if you needed some help. Um, I, 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 Merp will be all right. You're hurt. And Merp then, Merp then touches themselves uh, and casts a fourth level on themselves. Which is what Raylari was going to do. <laughs> Getting 27 back. Does he still look like hell? Um... No, that's going to put me uh, well over half. I'm. I got five of eight slices of pie. I got five of eight slices of pie. If we want to do it that way, I'm I'm doing all right. Quinn's Quinn's still looking a little less than half. Ray Larry's going to basically go person to person going to Quinn. Are you all right? I'm still pretty hurt. I might not be as good at this as Merp, but let me try. And I'm going to use a fourth level cure wounds on Quinn. Okay. Yeah, 13. Plus three sixteen. Sixteen points. Thank you. I'm sorry, I'm not as good at it as Mub is. It's okay. So to make you all aware above table, I've been making death saves for Wilhelm. The first one was an eighteen. The second one was a 15. The third one was an 8. The fourth one was a 5. And as the bell tolls 11 on the eastern side, this is where we end our story this evening. You You bastard. bastard. For the record, I had been about to say that Merp is going to cast Fly on themselves and take to the air to look for survivors, including Wilhelm. But that'll be for next week. Yep. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I want to thank you all for playing. I hope you enjoyed. Let's go ahead and remind people who we are and where we can be found. Hey everybody, this is Christina, the voice of Sid, and you can find me on Twitter at Tia Morskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. Hey everybody, I'm Ren Matley, the voice of Ray Laurie, and you can find me over on Twitter at Ren underscore Matley. Hi everyone, I'm Alice. It's rare for me to actually give a you bastard. 
Um, and you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Captain Cupcake. Hi, gamers. I somehow remain Lot Clark, and tonight I was the infinitely kickable by himself, uh, Von Murpington. And you can find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hello, everyone. It's me, Patrick, the voice of Aldoon Farthweather, and you can find me on Twitter at Peculiar Patrick. And I'm Tear the DM, the world's okayest DM, and you can find me on Twitter at Tear underscore the underscore DM or on Blue Sky at Tear the DM. Remember, love and inclusion, these are the torches that light a path for a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. And until next time, live a life to make yourself proud. We love you guys. <laughs>